welcome to another week uh, in Love and Lust and Lead. This is Anonymous B from Not Your Girlfriend's Podcast, and you are listening to Love and Lust and Leads. Now, a little bit about the show. We are a live radio show all about dating, sex, and relationships in the wonderful city in the North, Leeds. My guests and I will be anonymous every week, and this is to respect the privacy of everyone involved and to promote a safe space for honesty. Each week, we'll chat through different dating stories and topics with different guests and play some amazing tunes and answer listener dating qualms. If you'll like your current dating-ish answered on air, there is still time. Email loveandlustandleads at gmail.com or now you can find us on Instagram. I created Instagram after popular demand from last show and it's at love and lust and leads. There's a link in the bio, like a Google form and you message us with your initials, age, relationship status, dating qualm. The form has all that already pre-written in and it's all 100% anonymous, just like we are. This week's guest is Anonymous C. C, why don't you start by telling us your age, where you're from and your current relationship status? Oh my goodness. Okay, so I'm C. I'm 23 years old. Um, I, too, am a North American. Um, you guys are going to hate this. <laughs> Two North Americans in a room. What are they going to do? Sorry, guys. Oh, my God. Um, and my relationship status, uh, newly single but complicated. Oh, I hate <laughs> Okay, complicated. What does that mean? Um, it means um, I'm single, but I'm acting like I'm not broken up whatsoever. So. so you're doing both. You're being in a relationship and you're being single. That seems like a lot. It's a nightmare. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. I cannot. Yeah, it, it's not a way to live. I do not recommend it. I, I told my mom I was going to be coming on a relationship podcast. And she was like, girl, you out of anyone should not be giving relationship <laughs> advice right now. Listen, anyone could be giving relationship advice. I think I give great advice. You guys will be the judge. Yeah, I found the people who maybe have like the messiest lives gives the best advice because they know what happens <laughs> look at us look at us look at us um how old are you 23 23 and you're doing your master's yes i'm doing my master's i should i even should i say no don't say your master's <laughs> at leeds that's it oh you can say leeds for sure yes um we are a small camp we're a big campus but we're a small campus oh you run into everyone it's true and like i know i haven't i'm like i'm a postgrad so right now i'm just representing a lot of postgrads right now so if you're an undergrad um, come through. <laughs> I mean, we'll get you on. We'll see what like freshers are doing at Fruity. True. <laughs> Undergrad representation. Ugh, maybe not. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Oh my gosh. So, um, how is it like being newly single in a new country? Oh, it's weird. It was very isolating at first, mm. just the whole situation, because, you know, no support. At least, you know, I felt for them, the other party was acting very hard done. Should we give them, like, like, a name or initial or something? <laughs> S. S. S was acting very hard done to, which, yes, he feels a lot. But, you know, he, he would go downstairs and he would see his, you know, roommates, friends, whatever. But for me, I was like, you know, new place. Yeah. I don't I don't know where to seek the same support. You know, you can call home, but it's not the same. So that was very tough to start with. But now I've made a very nice group of, com like, people. Yeah. Like, everyone is amazing. Like, the postgrad community here is just fantastic. So It's really good. It's, like, nice to meet new people, obviously, and, like, make connections. But it's also like it's hard because I just had my friends visit this yes. last weekend from home and I've known these bitches for like 15 years like truly so it's weird like you, you met them this weekend and it's like a weird juxtaposition of like friendships because you have like new friendships of people you've known maybe for a month and you maybe haven't shown them your complete <laughs> true side <laughs> yeah um, yeah and then like you know that there's like the real comfortable side of people like you know they're never gonna go anywhere <laughs> 
Completely. And it's nice. Like, it's nice. And it's also hard when you move somewhere new. And I don't think that has to do with being an international student. I think that's just something that everyone has if it's, like, your first time moving to a new city. Oh, yeah. A new country. Like... A new, new country. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> literally. Um, but, yeah, like, it's crazy dating here as well um have you like tried dating apps yet or you're still like just i'm gonna meet people in real life i'm i'm not ready i'm someone who like jumps from relationship to relationship so i'm like trying so hard to not get influenced by men right now it's like a big problem for me (laughs) not being influenced by men i love that as a saying i Uh, i want to live by that i want to live by that saying (laughs) just in so many ways oh but yeah it's easier said than done yeah sadly i don't think i'm not truly living my life that way to be fair i mean you have much more dating experience here not much more but like you know you did your undergrad here (laughs) girl gets around no like you know you you did your undergrad here you've been on dates in leads are you on the apps in leads um yeah i'm on the apps in leads i'm on like a few like i'm only two really but like so tinder has that like mentality of like hookup app right i guess yeah like still to this day no matter where you are like people get married from tinder i mean no shame but like it's still kind of like yeah seen as that um and I just think, like, dating apps go in and out of trend. So, like, currently what I think is on trend is, like, Hinge. I've never know. used it. Really? Yeah, never. Yeah, well, you got, I... like, hot girl privilege. You, like, <laughs> you just walk um... anywhere. And then, like, like literally someone will buy you drinks and stuff. So you don't even need to be on the apps. They'll probably, no. The apps are probably pay, trying to get you to come on their apps. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, story. I once, um, I was, like, at a fair or, like, a street festival with an ex. And there was a Bumble truck. And we went over and we were like, um, to try get free stuff from them. We were like, yeah, we met on Bumble. It was amazing. Oh my God. Um, like, and they were like, amazing. Can you like say a testimony for us? You know, they like bring up the camera, and I was like, they were like, what was the first thing that was said? And I was like, oh yeah, he just like sent me a pickup line, forgetting the full concept of Bumble. <laughs> amazing you're like yeah that's that's what happened you know he hit me up like "Mm, okay sister you're definitely lying um but whatever i hate bumble because and i'll go on any radio show podcast and talk about how much i hate bumble because i think it just takes it's like anti-feminism like why would you make it that much easier for men like just all you have to do now is just sit on a toilet and just be like yes no yes no waiting for girls to message them like even less I've never thought of it that way, but you're so spot on. Yeah, I know. Every time I download it, I'm like, I instantly regret it. So I, I hate Bumble. I, bo- I boycott Bumble. Boycott Bumble 2021. <laughs> Literally. Um, but yeah, Bumble, um, I'm not on, but I'm on Hinge a bit. And then like Tinder almost non-existently. Yeah. It's just like something you do when you're bored, right? Swipe. Swipe. <laughs> Swipe for fun. Yeah. I've had more luck actually like meeting people in real life. Um, but worse luck in like other ways where I would meet people in real life and then like we would go on dates and like okay so last week I talked about going on a first date and I was like oh my god I'm going on a first date and then we went on the date and it was great and then we were messaging every day since and then today um like I was like cool like when's the next date like we were just talking about plans and he was like yeah like like literally what I was saying last week a long text does anyone please if you date me just listen to this show (laughs) don't send me another wall of if I get another wall of text I will off myself so what like after one date I don't need a paragraph 
I got a paragraph about how he's like not looking for anything serious and like got out of a relationship and blah blah blah, which is like fair enough. Um, but if you're not looking to date, don't agree to go on a date. It's I know it's crazy, crazy. Yes, yes. <laughs> like, but that's why I like the apps. I think because like everyone there is willing to go on a date and like kind of is on that already like dating mode you know so yeah no it makes sense especially i guess with a concept like hinge it's kind of more shared like what the other person's looking for in the forefront more so than i don't know i don't know it's just like weird like i don't i've never in my life in my entire life and i've like dated all around like (laughs) europe i've dated like the states and different cities i've like dated when i like went traveling like in the california and stuff never have ever been in a place where there are so many like hot guys who don't want to date or maybe they just don't want to date me but like (laughs) i I can take the l (laughs) i feel like every guy in the uk is taken or single for a reason I mean, I know I'm wrong. I'm sorry. I know I'm wrong. I'm coming here. But there's so many people in real Like, what? Even if I wanted to date, I feel like I couldn't. The Brits are going to cancel us. They're going to be like... No, I'm sorry. I'm not American. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's something. (laughs) No. These girls come to our country. They shit on our men. (laughs) No, I mean, it's a great thing if they're all taken. That means you guys are fantastic. And do you like British guys? Like, is that like your type? I don't think it's my type necessarily, but my I don't have a type whatsoever. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm very Just like, like E. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I'm very different to be in the fact that physically if you looked at whoever I've dated, so different. You could never you, there's no similarities whatsoever, even personality wise. Um I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. My friend in high school once told me that my type is people who are obsessed with me. Oh, I love that. Um, and you know what? Like, (laughs) agreed. (laughs) So bad. Oh, we're going to be canceled. I'm, I don't think so. I think you should be dating someone who's obsessed with you. Like, otherwise, what's the point? You don't want someone who's like lukewarm about you. That's it. A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. I don't know. I, in relationships, that's what I look for. I look for that like mutual security where like we are each other's best friends that starts with obsession. Session. I don't know. <laughs> Start somewhere like that. But yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I do love the Brits. I'm not gonna lie. That definitely is my type on paper. Love Island style. You like an Essex boy? No, 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 no. I just like Brits in general. I can go. I guess like I could rank the accents, <laughs> but I won't. But I won't. My dad's English, so so it's like it. What reminds you is your dad every time you meet a British guy. No. Oh my god. <laughs> Like, I can't say I don't like British men. My family is English. Like, okay, that's, you know. I mean, it's like, uh, but also British is not English. Like, there's Irish, Scottish. True. Welsh. True. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, (laughs) Men of the world. I don't know. Men of the world. Have you not, like, are you usually date, um, people of your country? Um. (laughs) I really want to say your country. I dated one Canadian, two Canadian guys, like, Mm -hmm. born and raised, like, lineage like literally my like last ex before this one that's confusing um he was like one of the first irish settlers in canada cool could not be more dull we'll never ever know no not cool like i don't know i want to date someone who has like traveled and has been different places i think Mm. that's also what i look for in a relationship is like someone who's not from where they're born or like understands kind of moving around because i moved around a lot when i was younger so where'd you live i was born in england 
moved to Scotland, moved to New Zealand, moved to like Western Canada, then moved to Montreal, and I'm here. And wow, I didn't know in between. that. I know everyone's like, where are you from? Like so many people are like, oh yeah, you're from New Zealand, you're from the air. No, I, whatever, I'm Canadian. And um, but yeah, that's what I look for. So uh, no, I don't. Suffice to say, I don't really look for people who are like. Canadians, let's say. Or... Yeah, I think like the well-traveled bit is like a good point because mm-hmm. like you want someone who has that unique perspective, but also like you know has tried different types of food and like like we have um, a whole episode on Not Your Girlfriend's podcast where we talk about boyfriend training. Oh <laughs> my gosh! <laughs> like how to train your dragon, like how to train your boyfriend, and how to, okay, what's like uh, what is something that came out of this podcast? Um, so it just talks about like you know like when you you, know, you when you date a guy who maybe hasn't been in a long-term relationship before, you got to break them in, right? They don't know what it's like to have a girlfriend. And there is some preliminary training that goes along with that. So, like, and it's so obvious when you date guys who've not had a long-term, like, serious girlfriend before because they have no idea how to, like, like... I don't know, think of another person first. Like, it's it's really a unique thing. Like, I remember when I was, like, traveling, um, I met this, like, German guy, and, like, we hooked up, and the next day, um, my, I needed a new suitcase, because I, LOL, brought, bought too many things, because American things. Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> so I was like, okay, like, cool, like, um... We had, like, a horrible breakfast in terms of, like, the waiter was, like, terrible, the food was terrible, and uh. it was just, like, but it was, like, funny because we had such a good day the day before. Like, you have to be with someone, like, who will roll with the punches, <coughs> which he did. And then I was, like, right, I need to get a suitcase, and he's, like, okay, I'll come with you. Yeah. I was, like, it's, like, literally one of your days, like, somewhere in a foreign country. Like, you don't need to come with me to buy a suitcase on this hunt. But he was, like, no, 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 I don't mind. Cute. Like, very cute. Like, very, like, thoughtful. Like, very, like... And he had just gotten out of, or recently gotten out of, like, a three and a half year relationship or something. And it's obvious when you date someone for that long um, that, like, you just automatically think of someone else. But, like, on the flip side, when I got out of my long-term relationship, I had, like, just girlfriend, like, pheromones all over me. Like, and guys could tell. Like, I was being too nice to men I just met. (laughs) That I was just, like, too caring, you know? Like, you know, after they stay over, like, do you want some water? Like, no. Like, let them die of thirst. Oh, I'm nervous <laughs> about that now. No way. You got the, the girlfriend stink on you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. The you gotta, like, remember stink. what it's like to treat guys. You know, I'm, that, that, though, me saying that, I'm, like, honestly, such a simp on the inside. Uh, I've always had the girlfriend stink on me because I'm never single. This is the longest, uh, you know what? I'm, what's, wait, what's the longest you've been single? It's, like, the time frame. Like, five days. Five days? Shut up. Not, like, you know, like, committed, but, like, I dated a guy for three years two days later met my boyfriend of two years five days later slept with my boyfriend of 10 months that I just ended oh my god I know so what it's been like how many days (laughs) I mean look we're still talking I broke up like yeah literally eight days ago oh my god record look at this I cannot believe this eight days. Wow. Yeah, but we're talking like we're dating, so look yeah. at that. So it doesn't um, even count, really. Yeah. Girlfriend's stinky, stinky. It's nice to be single. I, re- I recommend it. I know. Yeah. No, I'm gonna take this time. Like, I'm gonna go to therapy. I'm gonna, like, learn how to be alone and, like... Is there, like, therapy-free here? 
Oh my god, no, it's not true. Well, okay, the school does offer counseling, but I'm like going for like the psychotherapy. Like, I need help with this. Like, <laughs> You're like I'm not give messing me around. <laughs> keep me single. Like, I'm gonna pay you to keep me single. Yeah, that was one thing that was like such. I feel like a very New York thing to do is like go to therapy. Like, it's not even a taboo. Just like everybody goes to therapy, and if you don't go to therapy, like it's not even weird to know that your friends do. Yeah. Um, whereas I think like here it's like a little bit more like not everybody does that <laughs> fair yeah maybe we all don't have like you know <laughs> fake problems not you have fake problems with um, therapy but like when it's in New York like I feel like you definitely that's everyone like, in New York needs therapy we, yeah literally like <laughs> there should be free therapy by the state for that entire city like <laughs> oh my god I love that oh my god. especially the men I mean men need free therapy for sure I think everyone needs it. It's preventative, if anything. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I'm shocked. Like, it's not easy to, like, find, like, a good therapist. And it's not easy to... I mean, it's expensive and ugh, all, this, all those things. Do you, like, have, ever, like, have a male therapist? I've never really sought out therapy. Really? But I should have. And so my mom has been asking me to go. <laughs> <laughs> my mom has been asking me to go to therapy. <laughs> So bad. It's so bad. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. No. I actually convinced my mom to go to therapy. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And my both my parents. I'm sorry. I'm like outing them right now. It's cool. Yeah. Be you are anonymous. <laughs> like, don't even worry about but, it. But like, I think like our parents come from like a really different generation where like that was so not a thing. Yeah. Um, so they think of it as like, oh, like you need to be like crazy or like something needs to be really wrong with you to do therapy where in reality like sometimes you just need like an objective person to like weigh in a little bit on your life yeah a hundred percent though my mom was like really annoyed with therapy in the beginning and i probably for the same reason still right now because she's like my therapist just like won't tell me what to do i'm like yeah obviously that's not their job like therapy 101 is they do not tell you what to do with your life they will ask you questions and help you get to that conclusion and it's such a annoying way because sometimes you just show up and you're just like just goddamn tell me if I take the job do I not take the job do I move in with him do I not move in with him do I break up with him do I not break up with him (laughs) if only we had like an oracle to go to to give us the answers to these yeah yeah Yeah. I mean they they have opinions but they can't like say them yeah well dump his ass like (laughs) so actually that's a very similar theme to the music um tonight we're playing all kind of like tiktok-esque songs um, so up next is Olivia Rodrigo. Is there not any more of a TikTok no, <laughs> queen? That is breakup TikTok. Yes. Okay. So we're going to listen to Jealousy, Jealousy. <laughs> and we'll come back. I'm getting so much better at the switches. If yes. anyone was listening last week, you heard that transition. Okay. <laughs> we are back um, and we're going to do our little listener uh, dating qualm section of the show. Um, by the way, we're running out of data qualms. I'm taking some from last week that we did not get a chance to answer. So if you're listening and you have qualms, which is literally any human being on this planet, uh, go to the Instagram uh, at Love and Lust and Leads, and there's a link in the bio, and you can click the form, and it's really totally, honestly, it's completely anonymous. I don't even know who the who you are. Um, so just like put something in for next week. Uh, so first one, spit of the long one. 
Oh my god. Uh, I'm embarrassed to admit that I've never been on a date in my life, and I feel so far behind and alone when my friends talk about girls they're seeing or their previous dating history. I get really jealous, and I'm ashamed that I don't know how to overcome, I guess, my fear of trying to find someone to date or asking someone because I've only asked once in my life and because I was too emotionally invested. Her rejection crushed me, and it still kind of affects me when I meet people, which uh-huh. I know it is like real. Like, so <laughs> because of that question, I actually looked up like dating stats and things like that. And I realized I was like the top 5% of dating in terms of go. it is easy to find a date, like percentage of people that would agree with that. Right. And I think it is pretty hard to find dates. And like, I would recommend to you, um, to listen to this episode from Not Your Girlfriend's podcast. Um, it's called So You've Been Rejected. And it's just me and my co-host going back and forth about rejection stories. Literally. And we are two, you know, I think pretty attractive women. So if you can listen to us be rejected for like an hour, <laughs> like that makes... I, I listen to that episode a million times because it makes myself feel better because oh. it truly is everybody gets rejected, you know? Uh, see? Tell us some rejection stories. <laughs> Do you have like a really bad rejection? one that sticks out in your mind <sighs> there's a long probably side. I mean oh my god even from like day one like I was like in kindergarten obsessed with this guy my first ever kiss oh my god kindergarten birthday. we're going back okay because this is like still sticks with me like I know how it still sticks with you okay I was an infant and it was at my crush's ultimate crush's birthday party um and i saw his cousin kiss him goodbye got jealous pushed her out the way and smooched him on the lips i love that and i made this like four-year-old boy just cry and i'll never forget and he spilled juice on my dress and it was just drama (laughs) um and i think that's like the epitome of rejection from day one oh my god and then after that you know it's just uphill from there like back up he kissed his cousin yeah, I mean, it might, maybe it was on the cheek, you know? This is a long time ago. <laughs> okay, this is 19 years ago. <laughs> it's definitely um, <laughs> There's a lot going on here. But, uh, <sighs> yeah, embarrassing. Yeah, um, I feel like... But recent rejection, I don't know. I know there is. I'm never single. How can I be rejected? <laughs> well, you're a great time. <laughs> See, it's like, I've never been rejected. No, I have, for sure. I mean, even anything in life, like, fear of rejection, it's... Partially the fear of the unknown, too. There's so much that is behind that. It's yeah. I feel like you're, you're, the thing is, like, you'll never know unless awesome. you, like, put yourself out there. So i rather be rejected and then, like, not never know if that will happen. Because I feel like also every rom-com, like, this is, like, a scary thought for me, but you know, like, those rom-coms where, like, they meet and they're, like, 21 and then, like, they're friends and then years go by, they see each other at, like, someone's wedding and then they're marrying other people. Okay, and normal then, like, people. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, though? Yeah. Like, you know, like, it, what if, like, you know, someone you really like never knew that you were an option and they actually liked you back, you know? It's Better true. It's uh, it's so so tough. I think for men especially because, you know, yeah. generally you know the classic like heteronormative thing is that the man like approaches the woman. So if you are like a man with like that crippling fear of rejection, I think it makes it much tougher. You know, otherwise, yeah, you probably would have been approached by now and would have more of that dating experience. But it's not a race. Like, you know, I don't think 
I was like the last of all my friends to lose their virginity. How old were you? I wasn't even old. I was a week into my 16th birthday. Oh my God. <laughs> but I was out of a group of seven girls, the last one. And I like felt so much pressure. And I literally told myself if by the end of the year, I was 16. If by the end of the year, I don't lose my virginity, I'm going to become like Queen, Queen Elizabeth. I'm never, ever going to have sex. Oh my God. That's so dramatic. So dramatic. But I felt that pressure and like you shouldn't, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think looking back, obviously that was so stupid. And I know once you have gained this dating experience and everything, you're going to look back and be like, what was I so stressed about? Like, who cares if people are comparing stories? Like, you have such a wealth of experience that, like, being on your own and learning who you are, which people like me have never known, you know, you have that experience that they don't, so. Yeah, that's super valuable because, like, like you said, there's a lot of people who maybe haven't had the time to be alone and they don't know what and, that's um, truly like, but you do know that. You do know, <laughs> you do know how to be alone. But, yeah. like, I also don't think, like, dating is on this, like, you need to start dating at, like, 20. You need to, like, you lose your virginity when you're 16 and you know, be married by the time you're 30. Like, oh, yeah. these are all just, like, societal, like, things that we push upon, like, ourselves. But in reality, like, it doesn't really matter. And, you know, if you actually want to, like, pursue women, I think maybe, like, I'm thinking of, like, an easy thing you can do that will be, like, a, a, a soft rejection. So we have, like, two types of rejection we talked about in this episode. Soft rejection and hard rejection. So, yeah. like, a soft rejection is somebody, like, maybe, like, ghosting you, but then messaging you, like, a week later or something. Or, like, leaving the door open, right? Mm-hmm. A hard rejection is, like, that message I received from this guy this week, <laughs> which is, like, I don't want to date you. <laughs> That's a category of its own. Like, I do not. But you know that, what? Yeah, I fucking feel good. Like, literally, I just told you <laughs> told you guys that but like you know what whatever like I I think the more you put yourself out there the more you get the more you get rejected the easier those rejections are and they kind of slide off you you know what I mean yeah. like you're letting this like you're letting this like girl who rejected you like ages ago have too much power over your life you know you can't put someone on that pedestal oh yeah and I mean okay there's so many other instances in life where we're rejected as well you know like mm. in school and in work and just in any opportunity there is but what you're never gonna apply to a job you're never yeah. gonna apply to a university you're here you came here and I know you experienced other rejections along the way and you just have to take it like the same way yeah uh, but it's also not a race <laughs> yeah and I, I feel you as someone who's been recently rejected like I don't even want to like come to this show today I was, just no. like, I was so not in the mood but like obviously I'm here and I'm like happier um but like I think the you just have to like I don't know just kind of like keep going really yeah. and uh this is a toxic recommendation but like <laughs> What if somebody rejects you like and this could be like something small like you know on a dating app they stop messaging you by the way I think ghosting is totally fine like people don't really owe you anything um and I think that's a good thing to keep in mind for everybody listening nobody owes you shit so like somebody rejects you ghosts you whatever past a certain point that you don't like know them that well they're they can do that you know um but like I, I the toxic thing I'm recommending is like somebody let's say ghosts you on a dating app like it's nice to kind of like ghost somebody else <laughs> Oh my god. I know. It's so toxic, but it really works. It does make you feel better if somebody rejects you to reject someone else. Um, But I'm not recommending that because that'll be super toxic. But I'm just throwing it out there. (laughs) There we go. And good luck with everything, honestly. Like the dating. I think you'll be fine. It's not like the whatever 1940s anymore. Not everyone's getting married at 19. Like, look, I don't know. It's different times. It's <laughs> such different times. Okay, I've got another write-in. Let's hear it. 
Let's hear it. Okay, this is very on the nose. <laughs> I am newly single and I want to know how to do it. I've been in some sort of relationship since I was 16 and never got a chance to learn how to be by myself. So I want to know how can I be alone and not fall into another relationship? Oh, man. Oh, is this you? <laughs> Did you write it? Yes. I'm not even I literally wrote this in. Are you serious? Yes. I, wrote oh, I, this I wish last I week. answered it last week. I was literally like, no, but I sent it in so late. That's, I knew. I, I was been anticipating this question to come up and it's in my, oh my God. Well, I thought it was on the nose. So I was like, yeah, it's perfect. I'll save it for this. Can you please give me advice? Okay. Okay. I'll answer it. <laughs> no, tell me for real. Like I wrote it for a reason. Okay. Oh, this right. is so, oh my God. I'm literally called out. Called out. But I'm honest. Okay. Not to fall back into a relationship. I feel like I'm a really good person to actually recommend this because I have been in long-term relationships for like I've done like three and a half years 10 months a year and and initially like after the breakup it truly sucks like I remember like sleeping alone was like weird yeah <laughs> um and like it was weird because when I started dating them like sleeping together was a, an adjustment so it's just like an adjustment back into like being single but I also knew like immediately after and I guess these people like they sometimes they were long distance sometimes they weren't but even with long distance like facetiming like with different time zones always messaging someone wondering what they're up to like it's mentally exhausting and like once that was over I finally had like space to mentally breathe and like think about like what did I want to do today like what did I want to eat today where did I want to go to dinner like the world is truly your oyster and you can start making decisions just based off of what you want to do it's so liberating and it's so hard to honestly kind of like go back into relationship and give up parts of your life when you've gotten so used to it I think on the flip side, that is kind of a big fallacy with a lot of single people now is that like you have your life, you've got your friends, you've got your life, you've got your, you know, societies and whatever, and there's no room for anyone else. So don't take it that far. Right. But like, I do think there is, it's nice to be bored. It's nice to like fill your time with something else. If you want a TV show recommendation, I've got a million for you. I can fill up the rest of your life with TV uh. recommendations. <laughs> you don't need to have a boyfriend ever again. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it makes sense. I think, yeah, I'm creating new hobbies for myself, you know. It's been eight days. Yeah. It's it's new. It's early. Like, you don't have to do everything at once. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think the hardest thing for me is when something stressful happens in my life, like, I want to, like, you know, seek out, like, that's the one person that I go to. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And that that's weird. Like, today, something very stressful happened. My first instinct is to speak to them. Yeah. But, oh, that sucks. What do I do in that instant? You know, you have other friends to go to, I guess. Or... I guess. I tweet. <laughs> I don't know like that does suck and I like I honestly like <laughs> I'm not gonna lie though it's that feeling of like wanting to talk to that person doesn't go away for like a really long time <laughs> um but yeah you replace that with like friends and family um yeah, yeah. and you know coping mechanisms healthy coping mechanisms that yeah. aren't men I guess like talking about them on the radio that is the <laughs> Uh, so healthy. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, just got a radio show. Talk smack. I love it. I love it. That's, yeah. Um, I think we have another one. Okay. Oh my gosh. This one, it's not mine. It's, it's not going to be yours. Okay, this is actually from a guy. 
And he says he's been out of the game for a while. How would you get started again? Oh. So I mean, this is like the flip side of yours. This is going to be my problem like next year, you know. <laughs> I mean, if you're a dude, uh, it's I wish we had like a guy right now, right now to pull because but like, I mean, I um, I think like honestly dating apps is like a very low stakes way to get back into the game yeah and you already have girls you're matched with that like you and um yeah i think that's like the easiest thing to honestly do a hundred percent like my instinct would be just to go to the apps yeah um and then see where it goes from there you know and you're gonna get practice and then you can implement that you know yeah out at the bar yeah and it's okay to like have bad dates (laughs) yeah oh yeah I've had, yeah, horrible tender dates. And, uh. <laughs> and those, like, small five-day windows. <laughs> okay, my first, after my, this is how bad it is. Like, when I got out of a three-year relationship, I scheduled a date every single day that week. Are you serious? The second that I left a three-year relationship. That's so not right. Well, I mean, maybe, like, didn't it work, though? Like, then you got into yeah. a relationship. Yeah, it did, it did work, yeah. That's not um, bad advice. Uh, <laughs> Schedule date every single day. There you go. I know what I'm doing next week. (laughs) I'll come back and report. I'll have a boyfriend by next week. Oh my god! Basically, is what you're telling me. It's (laughs) so bad. It's so bad. But you get very good at it. It's like a job interview. It's practice. Yeah. I mean, I've been on so many dates. Um, It's like I obviously still get nervous before them, but like once you're there it's like everybody even if you're it's not a match you know immediately like everybody has like a story to tell and like everyone has like an interesting ex or relationship of the past um and it's really it's really like even people I don't have any like connection with at all like I still find their lives interesting and this could be like kind of the podcaster radio show part of of me where I just like I do want to listen to like people's stories but does get me in trouble I think when I go on dates because like I always ask on the first day of like when was your last relationship how long did it last why'd you guys break up because I'm genuinely curious oh my gosh you I, like I ask deep questions or like I try to like throw them off but the relationship ones that's like what straight away in it oh not straight away we'll no no I'm impressed get them lubed up a bit and then like uh, yeah like, okay <laughs> oh my gosh I never I I don't usually go drinking on the first date. Really? I usually go for coffee or a walk. Then they can't kill me. Right, yeah. No, I mean, like, uh, if I'm going to be killed, might as well have a few drinks in me. It's my motto. (laughs) True. Takes the edge (laughs) off of it. Takes the edge off. Yeah, um, like... I feel, too, like, when guys talk about their exes, you can really tell what kind of dude they are. Yeah, if they talk terribly about them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like, there's a lot of red flags I should have picked up before on, like, certain individuals based off of the way they spoke about their exes, you know? Okay, so I I heard this thing on another dating show podcast. I want to see if you agree with it. But, um, they said, like, you know the reason that you will break up with someone on the first date. Oh, <laughs> like the sign is there somehow. Okay, like my the way my most recent relationship ended. No, because mm, whatever. But yeah, probably. I mean, kind of though, because like if you guys were, you know. Oh, you know what though? <laughs> there is an element that yes, probably. I, I think we're thinking of the same element. <laughs> um, probably. Yeah. Probably, yeah, I probably could have seen some things coming. And literally, you're having me, like, reflect back to, like, my whole life. I'm having, like, Vietnam War flashback right now. I just gave you an accidental crisis. Oh, my gosh. To play the next song. (laughs) 
so um, on the theme of toxic, um, we're going to play <laughs> Fuck Up the Friendship. Nice. It's by Leah Kate and uh, another trending song on TikTok. So, and we're back. And we're going to close out pretty soon. Um, but I want to ask C, as being a Canadian, um, a little bit about Halloween in Canada because it's, it's completely on topic. <laughs> it's, it's that time of the year. It's that time yeah. of the year. Um, so, yeah, like what usually do you do for Halloween? Uh, okay. I mean, I'm from Montreal, which is like a different entity. Like it is its own beast and I always remember Halloween was two weekends like was the weekend before and the weekend after or the weekend of like any chance you get and then there's still like a few parties afterwards too and it's like a mix a mix of like Montreal is very much club culture like Mm -hmm. we have like three club streets um you I don't know do you you have like different costumes for every night yeah but I come up with them the day of (laughs) like we're literally house party hopping like each day like the last non-covid Halloween I had oh my gosh I did risky business the 20 minutes before I was leaving the house put on a shirt and socks and left I mean that's a classic costume it's a really lazy didn't plan anything but nothing was like ever that much planned ahead like it was just like okay I know this weekend is blocked out for partying I know the next weekend is blocked out for partying but also it's already winter you are already well into winter by the time cold by October snow on the ground usually usually snow is on the like right now all my friends are messaging me like it is freezing (laughs) um so you have to take that I feel like you don't have to consider that as much here like literally trick-or-treating as a kid you never saw your costume you were like totally bundled up in your like scarf and winter coat like there was no that is a very Canadian experience but how about New York what what's Halloween you're saying the two weekends we definitely have two weekends we definitely have like a costume for every like different day Mm -hmm. um and like this is like I feel like Halloween here is like mainly seen for like kids um or like maybe teen (coughs) maybe like uni students or whatever for like one day but like not the case in the states like you're an adult you're going out to parties you're like a kid you're a teenager like everybody like in your 20s everybody does Halloween to like the extreme which I love um but I'm glad you mentioned house parties because like I love a house party for Halloween and I feel like that's so classic like that's what you see maybe in the movies and that's genuinely what we do Oh yeah, a hundred percent. It's us. Oh, that's my favorite. Like that's the best part. Is yeah, like going clubbing for Halloween is like uh, like that's not my preferred. Like every single Halloween I can remember, it was like a house party somewhere. Multiple. Yeah. Yes, but. In the UK, at least, I remember because I was a kid here, it was never, Halloween was never as big, like, um, trick-or-treating, like, a few houses would decorate, but, like, in Canada, and I'm sure the States, too, like, the houses go all out, like, oh, oh my goodness, like, it's just, there's, like, yeah, the streets are full, there's competitions, like, people are giving out, like, full-size truck bars money, like, I don't know, (laughs) people go all out for Halloween, my dad, he turns the house into, like, a maze, oh my god, I love that, every year has a huge theme, and I don't know, like, five years ago, did a Satanist theme. Um, I'm obsessed. But, like, spray-painted a pentagram on our grass um, with, like, chalk paint or something, put, like, a body, sacrificial body in the middle, and, like, with the candles, everything. So bizarre. This shows why I am the way I am. But <laughs> the, the spray-paint didn't leave, so that whole year, it snowed, the snow thawed, and still, the, na- the next spring, there was still a pentagram on our lawn. That's amazing. <laughs> humiliating amazing like my dad also I was a dad's going all out for Halloween but like my dad also went all out for Halloween and he had like a fog machine and our house is quite oh. like 
it looks it looks a bit like um like a Spanish Mediterranean style. Nice. So it looks like quite like old and like you know already creepy, especially in the dark. I remember like these two kids um, came trick or treating and they lived down the block and they asked me when I opened the door, I was like, "Is the house haunted?" And I was like, "Yes." I love it. I love that. I also love speaking to the kids. Like I uh, love scaring the shit out of the kids. But he'll like put the fog machine by the door, so like when you open the door, like fog will come out of like the door and of then the you'll like spooky house. Spooky house. Oh, yeah. I love it. Oh my gosh. I know. Yeah. I do. I do miss like that aspect of celebrating. Oh my god, we disappointed this year. <laughs> Don't tell me this. Oh, my God. Hey, we're going to, like, have fun. I mean, yeah. there's, it seems like people do go out clubbing. I have purchased a club ticket. I need to purchase that ticket. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. I'm being indecisive. Um, Come to this. <laughs> I know. I know. I should. <laughs> but do you have a costume yet? Yes. Um, I'm not going to tell you what my costume is because it's toxic. It's what? It's toxic. <laughs> Like, me and my ex had planned a couple's costume, and I'm sticking with the couple's costume. So, alone, it makes no sense. Um, but I'm sticking with it. I think that's good. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of wearing a couple's costume without the other half. Like, um, oh, what is yours? Uh, so, I'm going as, like, Wanda. From, oh, that's cute. I know. You know what, though? You're going to find your Cosmo, and, like, that's No, no, no. Like, Wanda, like, uh, Wanda, like, Marvel. Like, Wanda. Okay, Vision. well, still. <laughs> Look at you with the Marvel-themed costumes, though. I know. Someone told me there's going to be a ton of Wandas around. I was like, I actually don't care. Oh, like, like, I will be the best one, but... Um. But I believe that. Like, I honestly... I saw your Poison Ivy. Like, I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I love a good theme. I love a good theme. Oh. Um, so, yeah, I'll see how Halloween goes. I mean, I hate to re- re-wear a costume, but, like, maybe there's a house party going on. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm going to go whatever, the Romeo and Juliet, Juliet, but I'm also going to be, like, a slutty angel. Yeah. Because that's, like, a, you know, reusable costume. I hope people go out. <laughs> if you're listening to this, please get dressed up. <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna be don't. like the two North Americans, like all out for Halloween. Oh. you know what? We're gonna see so many Squid Game costumes too. It's gonna be yeah. annoying. I know. I really liked it when I was watching it, but now I'm over it. I I, I loved it. Obviously, like everyone else yeah. did. But like, yeah, it's becoming overplayed. It reminds me of like us when that came out, and everyone wore like the jumpsuits and had the scissors yeah. that yeah. year. That's like like same energy. Casa de Papel, like yeah, yeah. yeah it's all mm-hmm. thing outside of the box. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. What no. was like the last year you went trick or treating as a kid? Like, oh, I think I was like, mm, I don't know. I remember I dressed up as Slutty Angel, and I was like way too old for it. But I was like eleven or twelve. I don't know. And I was looking for a friend. It was drama. Like, and it was way too cold. Ugh, I don't know. I have like this really weird memory of my last time trick or treating. <laughs> so weird. But what's yours? Uh, same. Like, I think it was it was middle school where like we could at least get away with it. And then you know, like in middle school, you were just like so cheap they're like let's get free candy that's it exactly <laughs> come on oh. so we went as like um a group of guys and girls so like it was it did, didn't look super weird but it is like trick-or-treating without your parents and yeah yeah <laughs> i remember like the older kids would come late at night and like give them candy and like we're like mm, i guess like you're like resentfully give them candy that was <laughs> begrudgingly here you go Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. I went, I was 11 years old. Me and my friends like dressed up in June and went trick or treating and we got, we literally got so much stuff because people were like, okay, you kids are funny. And like gave us like, I don't know, whatever they had in their house, like money and stuff. Is it trick or treat here? Should we go trick or treat? (laughs) (laughs) Are we too old? Nah. (laughs) I have a baby face. 
no, no. I was gonna buy my own candy. But I also, I don't, I don't, um, we live like a uni area, so I don't think there will be trick or treaters. For joke. Okay, you know what? Montreal's form of trick or treating is going to the McGill ghetto where all the McGill <laughs> students live and just walking into random houses, random house parties because oh, the doors are amazing. open and I, always crash those things that is the somebody hit us up for halloween plans we're like that's look at us look at us north america's we can show you how to party i <laughs> swear to god just for halloween like you guys know how to party but like come on <laughs> halloween is our thing well halloween. i'm gonna have um um oh, spooky kind of music for next week everyone oh, yeah um i have a guest in line um so stay tuned and yeah i wanted to do like spooky this this week but i was like nah it's like too soon i did like spooky ish music last week oh the second it's october first i'm like all right halloween started it's here <laughs> anyways everyone thank you for listening thank you for tuning in uh to love and lust and leads tune in next week 10 to 11 um there's also gonna be a whole radio show on wednesday all for like women and the pro like there's a boycott right now yes <gasps> yeah it's so scary what's happening i had no idea yes yeah, so tune in on wednesday we're gonna do like it's like hours long of like women on the radio we're gonna do Amazing. like like fun games and chats and stuff i'm not gonna be there but i'm just spreading the news um and if you don't know about the boycott um it's about like you know women getting like needled in a part of the uk us covering our drinks it's yeah Yeah. like that's not enough people are injecting i cannot even okay i wish we talked about this earlier but oh well yeah (laughs) um Uh, but we're gonna leave off with lost in fire featuring the weekend um by oh my gosh gaskell's (laughs) gay (laughs) southlstein Okay. Anyway, amazing song. And see you guys all next week. Bye.